0: It's the Listen Up Milwaukee Podcast. And welcome to the podcast. I'm your host of the Listen Up Milwaukee podcast, Steve Italiano. I am joined by my co-host, Aaron Koenig. Hello. And special guest, Britton Thompson today. Hello. Hi, Britton. Hi. Speak up.
1: (laughs) How are you doing? Hi.
0: Okay, thank you. Um, (laughs)
1: It's
2: her first podcast. Go easy on her.
0: I am. I am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you know that's true so
2: yes, i do i do yes <laughs>
1: um
0: so uh on the listen up milwaukee podcast today we're going to shake things up a little bit and are you guys there oh yeah we're here okay no um so we're going to shake things up a little bit and uh we're we're going to break from what we've been doing over the last few podcasts and we're going to talk about movies today Yay, yeah. everybody loves the movies. Where else can you sit oh. in the dark with complete strangers and get away with it? Um, eat. and eat. <laughs> yes, yes. Gotta love the popcorn. So um from time to time we'll be uh doing movie reviews and talking about movies uh throughout the course of the podcast. Um so today we are gonna start with a movie that's been out for a while. I know you you saw it a while ago, didn't you Aaron or we went to... Oh, you we went to... Saw, so, so did we. Yeah. We, uh, my wife and I, my, my movie companion, who is my wife, who <laughs> I get to drag along to all the god-awful stuff that I want to watch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, and refuse to go to anything she wants to see. <laughs> it, no, I, you
0: know, I, I can't see another Fast and Furious film. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, there's another
2: one. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, the new one's coming out shortly. Uh, mm-hmm. faster and more furious or... I don't know, or oh, the furiousness of the fast, or <laughs> I'm or I'm I fasting furiously because it's Lent. I don't know; it's one of the two. So
2: it was Trump sitting uh, at the truck, you know, when he was doing the thing for trucks,
0: uh-huh.
2: and said, "Fat too furious." <laughs>
0: uh so anyway, <laughs> so oh, we it's got political humor. Yes, yes. Uh, so, what today's movie we are going to talk about uh, off out of the gate here is Kong Skull Island ah so um how
2: many was this is this uh how many kongs is this do you mm-hmm.
0: know well it's 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 interesting you know and I, I think one of the things we'll talk about here is it it is what hollywood has been doing and it's a reimagining a revamping of the king kong legend if you will
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: absolutely. it uh it And I, I just, one thing I will probably end up talking about at great length over, over the period of time here is, is there an original idea left in Hollywood? No.
2: No.
1: Yeah.
2: If they're, if we were just talking about if they're going to make, remake Fair Bueller's Day Off, yeah. I don't know if that's really a thing, but I'm quite upset about that if they do.
0: Well, there's, there's a few things that, you know, that they, they need to stay away from, in my opinion, but it's, it's interesting My age group, I I remember those movies. I remember seeing certain movies first run and the movie going public, a a good chunk, and and part of this goes with my coworkers and, 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 and just so people know, we used to kid Britain because she's such a baby (laughs) and, um, we used to call things if they happened before she was born, it was so many years BB before Britain. (laughs) i love it so the a lot of these movies were bb yeah um and so i can understand looking for a new audience especially with a lot of the technical things that are available to movie makers now with the enhancements and cgi and computer graphics and those types of things but i still would like what
2: that's one thing i did like about it
0: uh kong skunk island skunk (laughs) island (laughs) Kong,
2: <laughs> the island of the skunks. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that was a stinker.
2: Yeah, I didn't see any
0: skunks. <laughs> you didn't see any skunks, no. It was skulls, though. <laughs> um. So anyway, in Kong Skull Island, um, again, it's it, everybody. I think I don't think there's a single person who doesn't know who the character King Kong is. Right. And for those who maybe don't, Kong is a enormous ape who grew up on an island very isolated in the middle of the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, this is a, a reimagining, a retelling of the Kong legend.
1: Right.
2: So, I, don't, I don't remember, I guess I've only seen maybe one other one, but I don't remember him having a family. This one, he had a family.
0: Well, they allude to it. I mean, obviously, giant apes don't spontaneously appear.
2: Right. Well, well, but... if you go into that whole thing about the the testing and the bombing of that ship that was, uh, you know, near the island, and and uh, that's what made all the giant creatures. Well, there.
0: see, I don't think that alludes to the the creatures. Well, and we'll get into the. We'll get into <laughs> this. I think we're jumping ahead in the storyline.
2: Are, are
0: we? Are we? Are we? Didn't you see the movie?
2: Yeah no no. <laughs> I'm winging it. Yeah, I'm winging it. I'm winging it. Yeah, I watched the preview. I got the I got the gist of it. You
0: read. The, you watched the cliff notes. <laughs>
3: exactly. She looked
0: it up before. Anyway, so that the Kong is a large ape that lives on a very in, in uh, small very uh-huh. isolated island um where it has its obviously its own ecosystem and he's kind of supposed to be top of the food chain
3: yeah correct
0: um i i guess one of the things i i did like about the the movie was that it did take some of the the kong canon the the history of kong from the movies and kept a lot of those elements right if we go all the way back to 19, was it 32? The original King Kong uh, movie. That was
2: before you, Steve. Yeah. Huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was BS. That was BS. That was before <laughs> So, and uh, I'll be doing solo podcasts from now on. <laughs> uh, so, it it does follow a lot of the original Kong canon. Um, there is an isolated island that 's uncharted that is um not seen because it always seems to be in a constant surrounded by a constant storm system that clouds it from passing ships or as we get into the modern era satellite footage right that that was always key to this well, why has nobody else ever found it um or why has nobody ever been made aware of it except for you know these these quiet little legends from Japanese fishing villages and small boats that go by.
1: What was
2: the, I, that was one part I had trouble with when they said all of a sudden we found it on the, on the satellite footage. They see it clear as day.
1: Yeah.
2: Why was the, was it because they when they were having, we have to go now because the system is at its weakest point. Is that all of a sudden they were able to see it that way?
0: Well, I think um, if my understanding was, yeah, well, first of all, we had satellite footage. Um, time frame on this is not modern era. And okay. it's not like the complete remake with Jack Black and um um heavily CGI movie with Jack Black and uh who's the piano guy? Oh god. Um
3: Brody?
0: The pianist. The pianist.
3: Hey, Jam Brody?
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yep. Um yeah.
3: Got our pop culture
0: icon right here. Yay!
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's the one I saw, so that's why I thought it was interesting. Like they go back, like versus that one. I mean, he was in York or whatever, right? Like he was in the city.
0: Right, right. So that 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 was a complete remake of the original King Kong, Uh, a showman trying to remake his name, who's got kind of a sketchy background.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah,
2: almost like a carny. Yeah,
0: right, carn carnival. You know, early filmmaker takes, gets this information and wants to go film this under the, the guise of doing a movie. And actually, let's see, this would be the one with, yeah, the one with Brody and, and who's the Australian girl? Help me. The ring. Um, Naomi Watts. Jack go. Black. There we go. That's the three yeah. I'm thinking
1: of. You got it.
0: That was a remake of a remake of a remake because we had the original King Kong 1932. We had King Kong 1976 okay. with, uh, 76 or 77, if I remember correctly, um, with Jeff Bridges and Jessica Lange.
2: Right. As Faye Ray, yeah.
0: Well, not as Faye Ray, but she played the female lead. Right, right. Um, and that took a little bit different path because Charles Grodin uh, was leading that expedition and... Um, he was going for, uh, it was 1976 middle of the oil crisis and he worked for the oil company. So he was going out to look for oil at this hidden place, which was supposed to be rich in deposits based on geological studies and things of that nature. And, uh, Jeff Bridges plays a, I, I believe he plays uh, like a zoologist. Or, or um, anthropologist who sneaks onto the boat because he's heard these about all these rumors. Um, They find Jessica Lang floating in the ocean. Um, She's in an Mm -hmm. evening dress. Exactly, you know. So (laughs) she was on a yacht filming in a beautiful in a beautiful dress, and she's floating out in the ocean because the yacht blew up or something. Yeah. So they rescue her, and of course. Now the two similarities in those movies, the original and the 1976 is, well, I guess in all, in all of them, uh, and all three of them is, they play upon each other, but or play just like each other. The Kong becomes enamored with the female. They're there to capture Kong or to at least not initially, but, um, they go and decide to try and capture him and bring him back as an oddity. He runs amok. In the original, it's the Empire State Building. In the remake in 1976, it's the World Trade Center towers, of course, and uh, the highest, tallest buildings in New York at that time. And then with the remake of the remake um, with Jack Black and everybody, um, it's CGI New York again. So,
3: mm-hmm. well, did it like originate from a book or anything, or how did they? I wonder how the idea came about for Kong.
0: Um. I see. This is where you need to do your research before you go on to the podcast. <laughs> you gonna ask, sure, like ask a question like that. Ask a question like that.
3: You seem to know so much. So
0: I, 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 I am quite knowledgeable. And <laughs>
3: a plethora of information.
2: A
0: plethora. A plethora, yeah. Last time I had a plethora, I had to go get a tetanus shot. Um, <laughs> um, so anyway, so back to the modern remake. Uh Kong skull Island, they take a lot of those, what I'll call basic out, they take some of those elements out. They, you know, they, they get to the island. um, Well, they, they they modernize it, but again, it doesn't take place in the modern era. It takes place right at the end of the Vietnam war. So 1973 is the date it's set in. And that leads me to believe, that leads me to believe that. We're gonna see a modern day sequel to this movie, or at least a that's series cool. of movies that'll creep up the updating time frame to the modern mm-hmm. time.
2: I thought that too. I'm like, oh, so we're gonna have another one. <laughs> well and they'll probably have one where it
3: goes to New York. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean,
2: yeah. Well
0: well they well, they'll bring them back to quote unquote civilization, I'm sure. Yeah. Um yeah. is the uh so it's nineteen seventy three. Pa- the primary part of the story, I guess, is is John Goodman works for a secret organization called Monarch, mm-hmm. and I don't think you really get a good explanation of what Monarch is till we're agreed. a little bit later. In- Pardon me.
2: Oh, agreed, because I thought I'm like, is Monarch some acronym, or I mean, the way they they kind of just brushed over it. Oh yes, I'm in this, uh, you know, because he comes in asking for money from his um, his senator or whatever uh, the gentleman played. And uh, looking for funding, and he didn't really go into anything about saving the world or what they thought was there, or you know, they didn't go into these um at the time wild conspiracy theories that Goodman had. It's just, oh, okay, yeah, we'll give you some money. yeah, go check it out. <laughs> we'll extend it a little bit further,
0: well, yeah, so so yeah, that that was a little bit awkward i I thought. um I thought so too and the whole time I'm watching the movie, you know, you see those things mm-hmm. and, and this is where I, I need to bring my wife to every movie I go see because <laughs> she needs to keep poking me. And when I say, well, what the hell is this guy doing? Asking for money. What organization is he with? Where does he come from? And jab in the ribs. You're watching a movie about a giant monkey, Steve. Right. Do, do you really right. need validation on that? Do you really need to find realism in that? Well, uh, <laughs>
2: There's a lot of uh, suspending of uh, belief. I mean,
0: yeah, well, be so it was a movie. So it was a side. movie. So, um, but Monarch ends up being, I guess, an organization, we, we learn later, that searches for large creatures, things that could do harm to uh, humanity, if they ever got out, if they were ever discovered. And part of that goes back to, John Goodman being a sailor, because we're 1973, so he was a sailor on a World War II vessel shortly after when they were doing atomic testing and their boat had been attacked by something.
2: Yes, and he was the lone survivor.
0: And Right, so from that point on, he's on a mission to find out what these things are, what they're doing out there, how to prevent them from harming us, and the legend he's following is this legend of this mysterious island where these creatures exist. Because the ship he was on got attacked near that area. They never saw the island because of the storm system, blah, 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 blah. The second element that I found somewhat interesting was you know, he requests military assistance in this uh, research yeah. trip.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's
0: like, well, the war's ending, just give him a whole squadron of helicopters.
2: Right. You're yeah. already over there. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, you guys are all shipping out to go home tomorrow? I don't think so.
2: Well, uh, that was that, was very odd. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that was just like, there were so many parts of the movie that were so cliched. Yeah. And that was, I mean, well, other than Sam Jackson's whole character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, you know, just that whole thing. Oh, yeah, we're getting out tomorrow. Everybody's having a party. Oh, one more mission. Yeah, exactly. We're just going to do one more, boys. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, and, and you could pretty much pick out from the moment you met the guys. not Maybe not necessarily the death order, but it's like, okay, you're a goner, you're a goner, you're a goner. Yes. You're... It was almost like watching Star Trek and saying, okay, you guys in red shirts, guess what? Right. Okay. And just so was... you know, Britain... ...by
2: himself, I was like, okay, yeah, you're no. going to die. And, yeah. you're, and you're with all the massive weapons?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Who's going to eat you? Right. <laughs> all
0: right. So the, and in an answer to Britain's question, um, King Kong was... Just a movie wasn't based on a book okay. and uh was based on um yeah Marion C cooper okay. who um I'm just reading here um he became fascinated by gorillas at age six in uh in the at the turn of the century and was given a book about explorations of adventures in the equatorial Africa so as a young kid he was interested in that and got involved got interested in at that time what was you know exploring the dark continent and and uh dreamed up this this movie
1: you
2: know what this experience needs a good script right yeah yeah (laughs) yeah
0: so uh so yeah so it goes back to uh so yeah it was originally conceived as a movie it wasn't based on any literature so um
2: one of the few original ideas
0: well it was 1932 and how old was the film industry less than 20 years not even 20 years old so everything was new yeah. Yeah, and it was just based on what you you know, and, and realistically again going back to the original movie from uh 32 it I'm sorry, 33. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> 3376 2005. There we go. And the okay. newest one. Um so Oh, now you made me lose my train of thought. That's anyway. Oh. Stop giggling. So anyway, so they go to the island.
1: <laughs> yeah. Come Stop up with that, yeah.
0: <laughs> so they go to the island, and the typical stuff starts to happen. The helicopters are flying in. The whole premise is they go to do a site survey, a seismic site survey, yes, so they go in with a seismic crew, they go in with a bunch of people from uh NOAA, and they're supposed to map the island do a geological survey, and again some some plot holes there that one of the scientists that goes along the young african-american guy had a a hollow earth theory that he's trying to prove there but you don't find that out till they prove it that he had this hollow earth theory and people said he was crazy
2: and And... it was based on this paper and that's how he and goodman got together i was like okay (laughs) yeah
0: could we have a little bit of backstory before we got this far but exactly so it was it was it, it kind of tries to keep up with itself. Now, it, the interesting thing I guess is the movie was enjoyable to watch.
1: I yes, agree. It yeah, was very it was much.
3: good.
0: It it had some clichés. It
3: did. Many. Like one of the things like especially when they're flying into the island and you have Samuel Jackson telling that story about Icarus, that's like <laughs> totally like remind me a pulp fiction, you know, his whole oh. Yeah, that's what, it totally speech. Yeah, it totally reminded me of that I was like, "That's so typical." Just sitting in the back with yeah. a big smile on his face, rallying the Yeah, I was like, "Wow." <laughs> yeah, playing it up.
2: Yes, he definitely hammed it up. Yeah, this,
0: but but that right? was that character, and that's this, Absolutely. and that's the kind of movie this is.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, he
2: was his whole character was an absolute cliche. I mean, you from uh, from beginning to end. Yeah right
0: the the the, the military colonel who feels they you know left it on the table in vietnam and wants redemption
1: yes
0: and uh yeah it was a little over the top but again it's a movie about a giant monkey
1: (laughs)
3: exactly keep coming back to that (laughs) yeah
0: we you got to keep coming back to that you know it's (laughs) it's uh, that's that's the funniest thing that you know, we're we're talking about you know, a movie about a giant monkey, and we're, and we're fully believe this is giant monkey. But geez, <laughs> Samuel Jackson is just a little too nuts for this movie.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: right. Yeah. yeah, you're hamming it up just a little bit too. Yeah, right, sir. can
0: you back it down, Sam? <laughs>
2: yeah. Come on. Yeah. So, it, but
0: it it, it it worked well. It worked well. You know, he got his point across, and you kind of well, understand.
2: It was just a great action movie. I mean, a meathead action movie. Yeah. That's what it was. It was a big meathead action movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, like I despite some of the plot holes and I think some of the acting was good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, I I I, again, and I
3: like that they got right to the point. Like right when they got to the island they saw him. You know, it wasn't like yeah, and
2: started shooting at him. Yeah.
3: Oh,
0: well
3: <laughs> well, oh, well yeah, they it wasn't like you're waiting around to find out when he was gonna show up. Right. You know, right.
0: Right. And actually you don't see him right away. That's that's the other thing. You see the, the flying trees, you see the helicopters blowing up. You see the confusion before right. you kind of see him, and and you see him early on in the very very beginning, right? Yeah. Um, at least a hand or and and some nostrils, but
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: which was which was an addition to this this Kong theorem. So you know we have uh, the Kong canon is what I keep calling it. So the, the the history and the true story. So there's natives on the island who worship him as a god. They have the giant wall, um, to contain something. Now in the, in, in all the movies up to this point, the wall was to protect the natives from him. Right. And what was on the other side, the creatures that lived there. Uh, but the wall was built to kind of keep things out and sacrifices were made to Kong the God to keep him at bay. Mm-hmm. Where the little twist here is, and again, I guess we should have mentioned, there'll be spoiler alerts, people. A little late. <laughs> I probably should put that in the show notes, so I'll make sure you see that. If uh, if you haven't turned back yet, it's your own fault.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Well,
2: if you're listening to a movie podcast about a movie.
0: About a giant that. ape? Yeah, you're going to hear yeah. about it You're going to hear about a giant ape.
2: Well, you couldn't even discuss this movie without spoiling it, you know? I mean, it's just one of those things. People were asking me how it was, and I said, well, do you want me to tell you? Because I really can't, I can't tell you the plot of the movie without spoiling everything that happens, because it's not the same as the other ones.
0: Right. So, but that was, I think, some of the nice twists, that throughout the movie they had these common themes and items that you've seen and seen and seen, and then just tweaked them a little bit. Right, the wall was n- not to protect um, well, yeah, it, it was pretty much to protect the not protect the uh I say the town folk, the natives, <laughs> the indigenous people, there we go, that's politically correct, the indigenous people, um from King Kong, it was to protect them from everything else, and Kong was their protector of these right. other creatures which they they showed a few things um you know there was but it was not overdone as we'd seen in the, in the uh, in previous versions in 2005 it seemed like every time you turned around there was a new creature attacking yeah brody attacking this group attaching that group and and the original film had that too um the the dinosaur scene the the famous dinosaur scene where Kong rips the face open of a what's then known as a Tyrannosaurus Rex, you know, um, the big lizard one. But they didn't overdo that. And I don't know if that was to keep the story moving and not overdo it, you know, not do a, a Batman and Robin thing where we don't have a script, so we're going to dazzle you with special effects and characters. <laughs> yeah. You know?
2: Well, I was just happy to see that the wall didn't have a big, huge door in the size of the ape. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like in Jurassic Park where you're like, Oh, that's interesting that they built a, a door exactly the size of a huge Tyrannosaurus Rex.
0: Yeah, to let it just... Well, they didn't want to make it feel alone, lonely. Want to make sure it could get out, stretch its legs. Um, but yeah, so the wall is there to protect the natives from the things that Kong is helping protect the natives from. And he is right. worshipped as a god at that point. Um, and and that, was, that was an interesting twist. So we see Kong as a protector, not so much... Even though he is the protagonist in most of these movies where we where we feel sympathetic toward him um, in, in his plight of being taken out of his element. In the beginning of these movies, he is, you know, vilified. You know, he's got to be sacrificed to it. We've got to tie white women up to poles and let Kong have their way with them, which I never really understood the whole dynamic of that. Yeah, yeah
1: I don't right. either. I, <laughs> <No>? I mean... <laughs>
0: Wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I was, okay, how is she going to be Kong's bride? Right. You know, I mean, he doesn't try to eat them. He plays with them and he thinks they're cute. They're little dolls. <laughs> um, But, you know, we didn't have any of that in this movie. No. Either. We did not have any of the, let's call it the sexist ape thing going on. Um,
2: well, when he saved Brie Larson, but I think that was also just him being, like, them putting the twist on his humanity. Like, I think he really does... Understand, or they want him to understand that those people really do look at him as a good thing in their lives. All those indigenous people, you know, the mm-hmm. way that they, um, the that they worship him. So I think he looks at it as like, oh, I am the protector of this island. This is, you know, this is my house, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I have a job to do, you know, protecting us from these weird things that come out of the, you know, steamy earth.
0: Right. Right. Stores. The the skull creatures or what, what did the, uh, yeah,
2: like, uh um, John, John
0: C. Riley's character.
2: Yeah, He's like, it's a stupid name. The skull heads. I think oh, it yeah.
0: was the skull. Oh yeah. And, uh, <laughs> which was a nice little twist too, I guess it was, it was interesting to see that play in. Right. And again, that was the comic relief. Um, John C. Riley, who I'm trying to think what you, you remember from step brothers, uh, yeah. well, Talladega nights, Talladega yeah. nights, um, Chicago,
3: Chicago, oh, yeah. that's right! Yeah, he, yeah, yeah.
2: He played
0: the husband. In oh, Chicago. Wreck-It Ralph. Guardians oh, yeah.
2: of the Galaxy.
0: Oh, right, yeah. So, so uh,
2: or um, uh, Boogie Nights. He's in Boogie Nights.
0: And Boogie Nights. So, mm-hmm. oh, just a... if
2: you haven't seen The Lobster, he was very funny in that.
0: The Lobster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, just a love fest for John C. Riley. <laughs> um...
2: <laughs> well, I thought he stole the show. I mean, in in terms of you know, taking it to the ultimate cheesy ending that it should be. I thought he did a great job.
0: So, so John C. Riley's character is, is, um, a world war two aviator mm-hmm. that gets shot down over skull Island. And he and his, uh, counterpart of the Japanese Navy, um, both shoot each other down and, and come to fisticuffs. um, at the very beginning of the movie, and that's when you first see Kong as they're struggling and fighting with each other, hand-to-hand combat, on a cliff. <laughs> on a cliff, um, Kong is. That's where you first see him, and they kind of they stop what they're doing and look at him, and then they cut out and come back to modern day. Um, the movie then goes to Washington and the whole we need funding for this monster hunt he's still alive in 1973 on this island. The, you find right. out his Japanese counterpart which they made fr- they obviously made peace and were friends for a long time. Um is is has since passed. He and became
2: his best friend.
0: Be, right, became his best friend. And and I think it was strictly because the natives didn't seem to talk
1: yeah, they didn't. At that at was it. That
2: was another yeah. pr- thing. I was like, why don't they speak at all? They don't say much. No. Well, they don't say anything. Right. They yeah. don't see any. None of them say anything the whole time. And yeah. and then when he when John C. Reilly is going through and saying, oh well, this is what they said, and da, da 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 da, I'm like, how did you get them to talk? They didn't make one. They right. didn't even like not even a, a, a Yeah, nothing. a twitch in the mouth or you know eye crinkle, nothing.
0: Right. So that was, that was, again, a little bit of a twist and you almost kind of got like they were telepathic or something possibly, or, or they had such small nuances that you had to be there for decades to pick up on them and become aware of what they were responding to or how they responded to you.
2: And all the, all the crusty. Face paint? I don't know. Were those tattoos? I'm not sure exactly what I thought was that going. Was odd too. Yeah, what yeah. was going on there? But well, yeah, it,
0: was, it was. But that's that's. So if you look trouble. at and if you look at a lot of at, at, at a lot of indigenous Aboriginal peoples, that's part of um their culture.
2: Yeah, but they usually look like tattooed. They don't. I mean, these looked like almost like they were. Yeah. Well, they they well, they. Like they, they, paint
0: they on them. Well, they did have dried paint, but did you notice that? The elders had blue paint and everybody else had yellow paint? Yes. Okay. So I think just an identification, class identification, if you will, or maybe kind of a, you know, cultural where you stand in the culture. Right. So again, it's.
2: Oh, I'm sure they all told a story. But yeah, that's another thing. And you got to remember. They they glossed all over all that, Mm -hmm. you know, like you didn't really get into any of that really.
0: Well, true, true, and, be, and 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 you know the movie does run a fair amount of time, right? Uh, um, which it was, you know, it was a two hour movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. I got to thinking about that. I'm like, boy, if they would have went into that backstory of those people, that would have been another half hour. Yeah.
0: Oh sure, sure. Um, but again, just please remember too that this is an island that has been isolated for since the birth of humanity, since the birth of the planet. For the most part, or at least, it
2: was never connected to Pangaea. Well,
0: but it has been. So it's been isolated for so long. So how much inbreeding has gone on, on that island?
2: I yeah. thought of that too. <laughs> how does this? How does this small? I mean, because there couldn't yeah. have been more than fifty of them.
0: Right, but you did notice the elders were quite old. So yeah. maybe maybe they discovered. You know, maybe they didn't have disease, or maybe they had natural immunities, or maybe it was right. good, clean living with your sister that you know made them live that long. I don't know. <laughs> and, 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 and the they... best
1: kind,
2: right? <laughs> so, are so, so they like the the Kentuckians of the uh, South? Pacific.
0: Well, it's West West Virginians.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um so so uh, but john c riley's character as we were discussing uh, is this world war 2 aviator that has managed to survive on the island with the natives and kind of acts as the guide for these people for the 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 explorers the new explorers this new group that shows up to investigate the island and and i guess it's more of a i need to prove i'm right for john goodman for so many years right. of chasing conspiracy theories that's his motivation. Um, what becomes, well, that's primarily the driving force of why they're there. Right. The movie but then...
2: then once they're there and, you know, they shoot at Kong and, uh, you know, he hits down all the helicopters, then it becomes Sam Jackson's mission to kill him. Yeah. To kill yeah. Kong. Right. Yeah.
0: So, now, so now we're on a search and destroy mission for the man who killed his crew's. Right. right, where no, everybody that, for... else just
3: wants to get off the island. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they just going to make it to the other side to get off of it, you know. Right. Yeah, to meet at the rendezvous point.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. So, and, and throughout this, there's, you know, the the King Kong does battle with the soldiers who are hunting him with their higher-tech weapons. He does battle with other creatures. um, and, and basically, his, he's at the top of the food chain with the exception of these creatures that live underground that, appear to be, they're, they're almost, uh, like two-legged, they're just two-legged lizards, right?
3: Yeah. yeah that's what it looked like. That's
0: how I yeah. it
2: Yeah, With... and uh, almost like, um, I was wondering if they were, like, kind of, um, maybe bird-like, too? I mean, a cross between dinosaur, and I, I know that they, you know, resemble avian, you know, ancestry, but they, they kind of had those, you know, long arms that almost looked like they had wings underneath them, but they didn't fly. And mm-hmm. yeah, they were just very, uh, you know, the pointed, you know, almost beak-like feature on their face.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: thought they looked kind of uh, bird-like.
0: Yeah, they they seemed to have their outer head was almost bird skull-like. Right. With no covering. And then
2: the, and then the very lizard way they walked, you know, and the, right. the screaming, ah, all the teeth. and
0: Yeah. So that pretty much the only... And creature that uh, could do battle with Kong and, and compete with him, and was actually probably stronger than he was. You find out through John C. Riley's narration of the history of the island, explaining it to the other survivors of the, uh, of the expedition, that these creatures are afraid of Kong except for one giant one, uh, but they had all ganged up and killed Kong's family. Kong's parents, yeah. or wherever he was spawned from. So he was the last of his kind. And it becomes almost a revenge mission for Kong, too, at that point.
2: Absolutely. Uh, yeah.
0: to, to defeat these things, that these things would run amok and get off the island and possibly terrorize the rest of humanity. If Kong didn't keep them in check, is kind of what I got out of it. But
2: yeah, well, I think I think it was too. Just, he was this was his home, and get out of my house, you know. He like you're not gonna. This is this is my area. And this is my that. domain. And yeah. they say
3: that in the movie, they're like, you just came into his home and yeah. you know, started a war. I mean, pretty, pretty
1: much.
0: much right. And 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 a little bit of a statement on imperialism, you know, whether yeah. it's. <laughs> You know, here we are. This is our way. Let's do it our way, or you die.
2: Well, and it was not lost in me that Tom Hiddleston was the leader of the expedition. Yeah. Right? With a, with his natural British accent. <laughs> well
1: the sun rises and falls. Well
0: And and he his character was a bit of a cliche too, so Oh
1: yeah.
0: Um, oh, yeah. And again, but yes, yeah, so we didn't get a lot of characterization background on this. Some of it comes out later, whereas some movies build the backstory. Um, but it was still done fairly well. The graphics and CGI were very good.
2: Oh, I liked it's, it. Yeah. yeah um, beautiful. It, it was a good it,
3: thing to see in the theater, you know? Absolutely. Beautiful.
2: That's what. Well, that's the one reason why we picked it because yeah. we're like, we should see something that would be, uh, that wouldn't translate on a small screen. Yeah.
0: True. True. And, uh, and, and I'll, I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, this, end of winter beginning of spring movie season but it's been a little flat yeah
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: um, th- there's been a few movies that um well we can talk about in a little bit here but um yeah it, it seems like it's been flat and it's something like uh, i i actually kind of got real buggy cuz i have not been in, i had not been in a movie theater since before christmas
1: oh, oh really wow. yeah. yeah
0: i know me right <laughs> 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 and I'm trying to, I think, I, I honestly think it was just, or maybe right after New Year's, but it had been a couple of months. And, mm. and typically there's at least one movie you can pick out every couple of months and oh, let's go see this, let's go see this. Right. Where you'll take the time to go see it in the theater um, before it, you know, because and, and, their movies are coming out so fast. I mean, it's not even three months and they're out on, you know, I mean, Rogue One's out on Blu-ray yeah. right now.
2: You can get it on iTunes,
0: yeah. Um, So it's... You know, that time is becoming condensed a lot more. So, uh, but I actually was like, I got to go see a movie. I mean, it was a Sunday (laughs) afternoon at four o'clock. It's like, we're just, we're just going.
1: Right. It's happening. Get in the car.
0: Exactly. It's like, this is happening whether you want it to or not. Um, (laughs)
1: Like
0: so many things in my life with my wife. But
2: anyway. (laughs) That lucky woman.
0: Yeah, she just... I, I like I said I'm I'm waiting for her to sew me into my bed sheets and light me on fire, but uh,
2: <laughs> she would never. She's a saint.
0: I, she, we know this. This we know. <laughs> that, that'll be a whole other podcast. But so um, Kong Skull Island two hour running time, big ape movie, mm-hmm. big characterizations. Yeah. Um. Spoiler alert: John Goodman gets eaten by a lizard doesn't get spit back out
2: yeah. <laughs> i was i was uh i don't want to say pleasantly surprised but i kind of was at how many people that were eaten by monsters. yes yeah <laughs> i mean they kind of went with the you know the, uh, going back to jurassic park they took that trope of you know the guy getting eaten on the toilet and they went with it i mean people oh. were getting eaten left and right in this
3: well, and how many times, like Kong, put his hand down, they're gone. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah,
1: like, boom. Down oh, down
0: that down. and and that was.
3: <laughs> yeah, people were people were dying like crazy.
2: Yeah. And, I, and I, there there came a point, especially in that that whole uh, opening sequences, them flying in. I'm like, were there that many people? Right? Like, who's Because there was a lot of people that just died. <laughs> well,
0: well, that's that. Yeah, there, there were there were there were a lot of deaths, and and. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like, I didn't think there were that many helicopters on the boat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed.
0: I um, agree
2: too. cause it looked like at least a dozen flew in. Yeah.
3: And, but like on the boat, they only showed like four yeah, or five. Yeah. Like it right. wasn't, like, yeah.
2: Maybe half that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah. There was a lot of, a lot of, uh, continuity issues, <laughs> but well, overall, I mean, it was a good meathead action movie. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, It, it was, uh, was- I liked the whole uh, the cheesiness of Sam Jackson and his "This will end right. here," and the you know G- John C. <laughs> Riley the whole, "We're all gonna die." I thought that was hilarious. I mean, they've just played it up to no end, and and then to see the you know the seriousness of uh, you know uh, Hiddleston and Brie Larson both just like what is going on? Yeah. Like they're just they just have these looks of. Like the, like the looks that you would have, what is happening? Right. <laughs> Why are we here? What is, we're never going to get off this Island. We're all going to die. Right. And then, the, and then the, the peaceful, um, I don't even know, did they even give the native people a name? The indigenous people? I don't remember. Well, I,
0: yeah, I don't think so. Um,
2: but you know, the, the calmness and the serenity that they, you know, they were almost like some sort of, you know, um, Eastern religion, you know, Buddhist or Tao or something where they were just, you know, the, the. And then the, you know, the monk vow of silence, you know, they were just all serene and kind of this look like, well, we could die at any time. You know, we've seen it happen before. <laughs> it's no oh, big deal. You guys right. just got live with it.
0: Right. They lived with it. And, and and part of it, I think, was maybe even a small statement on religion that they knew their God. He was right. their protector and they had complete faith in him.
2: Yeah. absolutely so that we so that life and everything to him, right yeah. well
0: so then life could be that calm and serene because we have no worries
2: right, right. clearly
0: so
3: <laughs> and then and then at the ending i thought it was very well done like they did a good job with the fight scene at the end you know the large ending and he takes that propeller and you know goes go-go on him like kill bill style oh like, yeah that was great getting them that lizard you know
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah it was good. Like, I think that was a really good, like, end-all
2: fight. You know? I didn't like the fact that all of a sudden he had these chains on him and he couldn't move. And then when he got mad, then all of a sudden you could break him. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, come on. Yeah. But, yeah, agreed. I liked uh, the whole thing with the propeller was like, yeah. I mean, talk about going ham on somebody. That was great.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, that that threw me off a little bit, the whole kind of like, I mean, I I know where it came from, but it was kind of like, mm. Again, it's a giant <laughs> monkey movie, so.
3: Right, exactly.
0: That could happen. That could happen. That could yeah, happen. Oh, that propeller, that's bullshit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's why it reminded me of Kill Bill. It reminded me of that girl with the thing. Like, you totally doing that. Right.
0: Like her- oh, Go-Go, what's her f- Yeah,
3: Go-Go. Yeah, that's what, totally what it totally reminded me of.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: The spitting yo-yo of death. Yeah, that
2: <laughs> go go Kong. He's oh. using his uh, his surroundings as weapons. Yeah. There you go.
0: true, true. The so, uh,
2: the things left by man. Yeah.
0: So anyway, there, that that's Kong Skull Island. I guess I would uh, recommend it if you you have two hours to kill and you want to kind of see some mindless fun without yeah, without absolutely. overthinking it and just going with the flow. Box oh, yeah, popcorn, the... Jumbo Slurpee. What else do you need, right?
1: <laughs> so
0: now it has been out for a while, so um, it, but it's still listed as if you're in the Milwaukee area, it's still available in the f- five theaters, which realistically there's only five decent theaters in the whole city, so uh, <laughs> it's probably still available where where you are um, and get your better flavored popcorn. So Kong Skull Island, starring Tom Tom Hiddleston, has top billing in this.
2: Yeah, I believe
0: it. Yeah. And then Sam Jackson, Brie Larson, John C. Riley, John Goodman. Um, one thing I do need to mention is uh, uh, Corey Hawkins plays Houston Brooks, who is the the gentleman who writes the paper. Mm-hmm. The or at least we find out he wrote the paper on the Hollow Earth theory. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't they have a really big part, other than he kind of looked yeah. like a lackey at first with with John Goodman kind of following around, kind of like the guy who's you know. Keeping the uh, walking behind the elephants, picking up the mess a little bit, and right. but keeping them marching in a straight line. Um, not a lot of character development there. And and what one thing, and again, I know a giant eight movie, keep perspective, Steve. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and I'm going to say her name incorrectly, but i so I'm going to pronounce it because I'm Italian, kind of Italianish. Tian Jing, she played. Well. She came along for the trip. I I don't know if she was part of the satellite. I
2: wasn't sure what her role was at all.
0: And this is what, now again, giant, you know, let's suspend belief here, but they're walking around a tropical island. And this is the guy in me, okay? Here's this little Asian woman carrying all this equipment and she doesn't even unbutton the top button on her shirt throughout the entire movie.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's like
0: you're in a tropical rainforest, you're trudging through the jungle. Your shirt is still white. You know, even Brie Larson. I mean, there were no sweat stains on that T-shirt.
2: Right. Okay. Well, she wasn't a tank top. They got her into a tank <laughs> well, top. But, but, but that's every, you know. <laughs> she looked perfectly fine. Right. You know, oh, like, yeah. I'm oh, not going hair looks yeah. great, yeah.
0: I, I have no problem with Brie Larson in a tank top. <laughs> that, that's not what I have issue with. But I, I do find it interesting. And we're going to go back to, uh, we had mentioned Rogue One. In the interviews, um, God, now i got to find Rogue One because I can never remember names lately. Uh, The female character, the female lead, Mm -hmm. um, in Rogue One, when they were doing interviews with her, she said she did not want to be another tank top wearing heroine.
3: Good for
1: her. Uh, Well, exactly.
0: Correct, correct. And that was, you know, there were some issues. People said with the movie, some reshoots and things like that. But she wanted a strong character who... Was a female, but and I want to say not overtly female, but um, she was didn't a want woman to exploit the sexuality. A right.
2: job that stereotypically was a man's role.
0: Right, uh, Felicity Jones. Thank you. That's I'm just looking it up here now. So, yeah, um, but yeah, when she the her, her character, but she did not want Generoso to be this tank top wearing heroine. you know, right. who. And and I kind of uh, and Brie Larson was kind of that, I mean she yeah. was kind of the. Um, I well, would say and the, she
2: was, you know, she was a photographer,
0: right? Know? So it's, I mean,
2: she was just that was her job, and it was just kind of. I I did like, I did like the beginning where, um, when they open, she's developing the film of all these uh, places that she had seen in Vietnam and um Exposing the world to all the atrocities of war, and hey, is this really what we want to do? And then they, and then she kind of just sneaks on the boat and is like, "Oh, I'm they're doing something. I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something." And it's like, okay, well, I guess you are an investigative journalist, but and then and then it just kind of went downhill from there. She became that.
0: She became the eye became candy. The yeah. yeah. Which again, I have no problem with.
1: <laughs>
0: um, but <laughs> again. That's me. I'm a dirty old man. So,
3: Steve, did you see it in 3D at all? Or did you see it? 2D?
0: Uh, um. This is the problem I have with 3D. I have one. I have 20/20 20, and 20 one. I have, and I have 20/30 and one eye. 20/40 in the other eye, or 40/20 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I get a headache in 3D movies because oh, my, really? my eyes don't quite focus right. I mean, I can watch one, don't get me wrong. And one of the versions of 3D works a little bit better for me than the other, but it's it's not crisp and sharp for me. It's a little blurry because of the 3D glasses. So I don't typically go to 3D movies unless it's something that demands being in 3D. Okay. I mean, that you absolutely have to see. And, right. and the other problem is Barbara's afraid of heights. I bring her to a 3D movie and, oh, any, yeah. and, and, any, and any shot that goes two feet off the ground yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not. She's gonna need my popcorn bucket to throw up in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Spider Man. There was no way. Um, there was one of the Spider Man movies we went to go see a while back was in 3D, and there was no way she was watching that movie in 3D with him swinging around and stuff because right yeah. she literally started to get vertical as it yeah. was, much less without the 3D effect. So.
3: Yeah, I just heard from somebody that was pretty cool. Um, Kong was in 3D.
0: Oh, I I would imagine. I
3: didn't watch me; they're really in three D, but I just heard it was pretty neat.
0: Uh, well, I would imagine that the the vistas, because visually it was very beautiful. They, I thought so They, sh- too they was. shot it was. on some very beautiful locations, yeah. and even if the movie flopped, and the, I was in that movie, I'd be thrilled just to be able to go to those locations. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just had it up and I lost it again. But um, I'm trying to think where they shot because I remember reading something about it, but um but anyway it that was it
2: be some you know Peloponnesian paradise i mean it looked very you know um lush um towering cliffs and and uh you know the the water was that beautiful light blue you know oh
0: okay so australia
2: oh okay yeah oh. australia
0: canada china united states it was filmed in
2: so. oh nice so I would think that it, yeah, it would have to be on some sort of uh, island, you know, Peloponnesian. Right,
0: so. People, um, which yeah. Were,
2: yeah.
0: So that's Kong Skull Island. I think. Yeah. uh Give it a it. thumbs up, go see it. Try yeah, to catch it in the theater if you can. If not, at least watch it on the biggest screen you can get your hands on. Because it does, <laughs> it does, it is a big movie in that respect. Big vistas, big views. You know, it's not a Woody Allen movie or, you know, or or Tarantino movie where it's all talk, you know, so (laughs) it's definitely something that has to be seen. So, um, but definitely go see it. Mm -hmm. Um, second phase of this that we're going to talk about a little bit on movies here is, um, because not everybody can go to the theater. I mean, I, I can thoroughly understand, uh, I am. I, I do have some disposable income that I can go to the theater with my wife and we can drop the 25 bucks for two tickets or 30 bucks for two tickets, depending on which theater you go to these days, plus the $25 for popcorn or a snack or soda or whatever you do. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you go to the movies, you have to have popcorn. So movies for the two of us is a 50 bucks. Um, I don't know how you, you guys go cheap. Don't you? you smuggle stuff in? Don't you?
3: We we don't really eat when we no, and then we go to like two dollar or five dollar Tuesday. Yeah, we went. Yeah, we we saw
2: this on a five dollar Tuesday.
0: Oh, with okay. See, the problem I have with five dollar Tuesday is, yes, it drives a lot of people to the theater, but the story drives
2: a lot of people to the theater. (laughs) You know, and
0: and you know me, I'm not I'm not fond of crowds, much less you know. I, I have a problem with three or four people, much less a crowd right. full um, of Well, we
2: like the we like the Marcus in Madison because it's all reserved seating. I don't know if the Milwaukee ones have gone to that yet. Yeah,
0: yeah, you you can pick your seat. So
2: yeah, but you can pick your seats, which I you know I like. I mean, the fact that you can just go in and sit down, but you know now you can't. Right. Shop. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which you know it slows down the ticket buying process, which drives me absolutely bonkers. Um, and again, that's me being impatient, but for I'm those people, um, well, typically we, 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 I try to, I, I try to do that whenever possible. But again, at this particular instance, we, it was just, it was spur of the moment. It was just, we're going to a movie cause I'm freaking out. I haven't been to a movie in a while. So, <laughs> um, but for those that can't go and dump that kind of money, even on a $5 Tuesday, I mean, you've got a family, um, uh, we're going to start we're going to talk about some streaming movies um mm-hmm. um that we either liked or re- we'll review that give a uh, options for people who may not know these movies exist so Aaron tell me what tell me what your streaming pick of the week is
2: I saw uh Mr. Brooks which uh Kevin Costner it's basically if you like Dexter you'd probably like this movie because it goes along the lines of um the guy that um has this need to uh, kill people, and he's living this double life. He's this very successful businessman, uh, making boxes, uh, has a box factory, <laughs> and uh, employing all these um, wonderful people that need jobs. And uh, his wife is the beautiful Marge Hellenberger, who is just fantastic. I love her. Uh, Demi Moore is in it. She plays mm-hmm. a policeman that's hu- uh, hunting him. And I, gosh, I don't think I've seen a movie in, with her since then.
3: I haven't seen her in a long time. Yeah, and
2: this was 2007. So it was, uh, it was quite a while ago. But it, I thought it was enjoyable. I mean, it, I think it got right, it went right down the middle. Um, Rotten Tomatoes was 55%. So um, either you liked it or you didn't. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I lo- I thought it was entertaining. It did its job. Um, you know, uh, Mr. Brooks suffers uh, from a split personality, so I like the way they handled. Um, very Fight Club-esque, where he has his um, split personality in The uh, Gentleman of William Hurt, and William Hurt's the one, we need to do this, you know you want to um, it's been two years since you killed somebody. No, I'm out. You know, it's kind of a very godfather-esque of, you know, they're pulling me back in. I've got the need now. And he murders these, um, two people that, um, it, it wasn't really specified if he knew them, but he had been kind of, uh, stalking them for quite some time, it seemed. And, um, when he went to shoot them, he sees that um, the curtains were open. Well, uh, little did he know, but Dane Cook took pictures of him <laughs> closing the curtains and, and and mayhem ensues from there. So, um, entertaining overall. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, little Shutter Island ending-ish where it... Wasn't quite sure, you know, um, or Inception, you know, is the top still spinning kind of thing? You're not exactly sure how it ended. Um, could be interpreted a couple different ways, but overall, enjoyable. I don't think it was as enjoyable as Kong, but it was it was a good watch for free. Or I guess I watched it on iTunes, it was a dollar.
0: So would you say it's... Oh, I was just—I just had a thought in my head here, and of course it.
1: <laughs> the
0: Yeah, I was just saying with Dane Cook in a movie that somebody yeah, actually that enjoyed.
3: Yeah, very surprised.
0: Yeah. Scruffy. Sound like a movie he'd be in. It
2: was not at and all. He always
3: plays those like Joker. Yeah, and he was know... very scruffy.
2: He was very, um, you know, disheveled and not.
0: Uh, also, not... completely different from Employee of the Month.
2: Yeah. Not... Yeah. Not. <laughs> Funny oh, well,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah well in that yeah. regard it was the same it wasn't funny in that one it's <laughs> exactly.
0: yeah.
2: uh you know an entertaining watch you know it was uh it was mindless it was uh the costumes were you know everybody was dressed to the nines you know he's uh he's this very successful man so he's got plenty of money so he always looks great it was nice to see him in a movie. Um, it almost reminded me of you know i was watching it and thinking i wonder if christian bale is a fan of kevin costner because he has his made his career of channeling him then in from just from this movie you know kind of the expressionless um emotionalless man you Where know yeah, yeah yeah like uh, all of the bale movies were very much like this mm-hmm. so um, but yeah, he looked dapper and, and, uh, it was, uh, nice to see a movie of his that wasn't just a complete awful, awful
0: mess. <laughs> so it wasn't Waterworld. That's a plus.
1: Well, it wasn't the postman. <laughs> yeah.
2: And nobody yeah. was
0: dancing with wolves.
2: Okay. But it was very, it was very much the field of dreams where, you know, he He looked very much you know like a younger man, um well, not so much younger, but um you know cute, <laughs> distinguished um, but i yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was all right okay. i I don't think it's something I'd ever watch again, but
1: you know okay.
0: so do you, do you think it speaks to people in especially I think in this day and age that you have your outside persona and then you have the raging maniac in your head?
2: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah. well it was yeah it was absolutely that polarization I mean the William Hurt character you know he played it he played this personality to the hilt you know he was he was the um you know the devil on the shoulder you know do it do it do it you know we need to kind of thing and he's like nope no I'm not gonna do it he was you know he would even go to like uh AA meetings and and uh, try and um you know say hey I'm an addict and he's like you're not an addict but, uh, yeah, I thought it was entertaining.
0: Okay, excellent. So good, good twist psychologically. Um, I don't good know. Good versus was... evil, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of thing. Yeah,
2: yeah, in that regard, yeah, but not in terms of you know Shyamalan. What a twist!
3: Oh, I just watched that one movie, <laughs> I, The Visit. Yeah, that was his newest one. Yeah. I just saw that.
0: Oh, the the grandkids go to visit grandpa yeah. and grandma.
3: Yeah, I just watched that one on HBO.
0: Okay, yeah. and what? What? Did you, well, that what? What did you think of that? So I, so Aaron Brooks, yes, no, good Saturday night sitting home, yeah, can't it. find anything.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, can't find anything. You know, it was worth a buck.
0: Okay, so you you saw it on what streaming service? I saw it
2: on iTunes. It was the ninety nine cent rental.
0: Okay, so on iTunes, the ninety nine cent rental. Um, yeah, I don't think it's available on Netflix. And it's also available for $0.99 on Amazon Video if you're a Prime user. So, There you go. um, So, Britt, you said you saw The Visit.
3: I did. The newest M. Night movie. I watched that on HBO Go. Um, So you have to have, like, a subscription through somebody to stream it. Um, But it was, I think, for him, like, it was better than, you know, what was it, The Village. Mm. That was pretty... I didn't really enjoy that one so much, but
2: yeah.
3: I was about those grandkids going to see their grandparents, um, and the kid, the younger kid, um, is doing a documentary, so it's actually through his camera the whole time. Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, so, and he's pretty funny, like, he's kind of, like, the comic relief. He's probably, like, eight, oh, well, maybe older than that, maybe, like, 12, 13-year-old guy, um, and he raps, so he, like, does all this rapping in the movie um, with his older sister, um, and his mom had a falling out, uh, Catherine Han. Oh,
2: mom. I love her.
3: Yeah. Yep. And they had a falling out um, her parents and her. So he's going there to kind of like try to mend it. Um, and they're going there to visit them because they never visited the grandparents before.
1: Hmm.
3: And so when they're there, kind of like they, the parents are like bedtimes, 9:30. like nobody gets up and they like, hide a bunch of stuff from them when they're there. So it's kind of some weird behavior that starts happening with the grandparents. Um, yeah, <laughs> and so you're kind of wondering, like, what's going on with these people? Like, why are they so weird? Like, why is this weird stuff happening? You know? Sure,
0: sure. And being an M Night Shyamalan movie, you're thinking, is it that possession? Is it spirits? Okay. Which yeah. is...
2: maybe there's a reason Catherine Hans' uh, character doesn't want to see her parents anymore, <laughs> right? So
3: like, she, the falling out's because she like ran away with her teacher, like. An older man had these kids, and then the dad left. So she made the wrong decision, and her parents were pretty upset about it because she did it very young, and she really disliked each other. They just really never fixed that problem, like, with each other. So, um, yeah, so, like, the first scene when you see, like, the weirdness starting to happen is, like, the kids open the door at 9.30 or 10 o'clock, and the grandmother's, like, throwing up everywhere oh geez yeah so then you're like why is she doing that right <laughs> so then they shut the door and they're like okay what's going on grandma's projectile yeah, the hallway. yeah. <laughs> and then like they always have an excuse so like they're like oh i just have you know i feel really sick sometimes like i'm old like this happens dramatic food boy yeah, right <laughs> you know like exorcism like yeah so um but it's it keeps you like it keeps it kept me intrigued like i wanted to see what the twist was of course mm-hmm. it, um, and you're not very surprised by the twist. I mean, it's not, I don't want to ruin it, but, um, I think compared to what he's put out like recently, like it's not mm-hmm. six thirty or anything, you know, right. of course, but I thought it was better than what I've seen. Better than signs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or
3: the village.
0: Well, you know, I, uh, signs has a place.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's,
0: it's not, it's not. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I, I saw the, I, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know, I saw that movie too, uh, uh, the, the Visit, and yeah, I, I was I was kind of, and I have this bad habit of either, I, I, I get caught up in trying to figure the movie out instead of enjoying the movie yep. at times, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on, what's going on, what's going on, mm-hmm. and then when you get to that, I see dead people moment. <laughs>
3: yeah, right. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's what it is. Um then it becomes it, it's it's toward the end very close to the end of the movie but it becomes a completely different movie at that point. It does. All is it does. revealed. Um it which
3: becomes more like of a horror movie like I mean it was a thriller but I think that at that point it got kind of more darker, I er, think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would I would agree. It got it got very dark very fast.
1: Yes it did. <laughs> it um, very but, it well, did. It really did.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh and and not what I expected. No. Um but yeah, it was it was um and it it, it, it had its it had its Blair Witch moment, I thought. Yeah. Um where oh, I was standing in the corner? <laughs> well, it was it was close to that for me. It yeah. was kind of that um that last kinda last three minutes that kinda it gave me that same feeling that every oh the Blair Witch Blair Witch Blair Witch. Well, for the first you know whatever whatever it is ninety minutes of the Blair Witch project, I could have gone to the bathroom, come back, and not really cared as right. long as you saw those last couple minutes. And and realistically, the last ten minutes of that film mm-hmm. pull it together, mm-hmm. um, and and make it worth watching.
3: Yeah. I agree. And those kids did an amazing job. Like I, I never seen him in anything else, but like, I thought that boy was, he was funny. Like he like did a really good job kind of keeping a little bit of the comedy in there. Um, and that girl, they, I thought they did a good job.
2: I'll still just make you tell me the ending. right?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> what? Oh. oh, you haven't seen it, Erin?
2: No, yeah, no. Yeah. I gave up on him when I, uh, saw the villages. I was like, "That's it." Oh, oh, no. Yeah, that
0: was, <laughs> that was. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, 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 you know, unfortunately, yeah, M. Knight. I mean, he he came out of the gate swinging hard and hit it out of the park, you know, and everything else has fallen short. Although, you know, you were knocking signs, and I, <laughs> I... don't you dare say
1: anything
2: about signs. Well, well no. Get- the water, I didn't see that one. I did not.
0: Oh, yeah, that was not around for very long, was it? No, that was uh Paul Giamatti, right?
3: Yeah,
1: yep, that yeah. was probably. A, the reason
0: was. Why. Uh, oh, you're not a big Paul Giamatti fan? No, I'm well, he doesn't listen it. to the podcast anyway, so screw him. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: I will say, I don't like Merlot, so <laughs> well, that there you go. Paul um. <laughs>
0: Um, well, I, I, my, my net, my, uh, my pick comes from Netflix and it's, I have told people about this movie and they look at me sideways and walk away. But <laughs> it was, um, it, it is called, and there's several movies by this title. So if you're going to watch it, you need to be careful which one you're watching. It's a movie called Troll Hunter. And it's all one I've word. I've
2: only heard of the one. The the isn't it Scandinavian? Or it, it, it is
0: nor. It's a Norwegian film.
2: Norwegian. There you
0: go. And it is. It has subtitles. It is not dubbed into English. At least not the Netflix version that I that I've watched. Um, it's from two thousand seven, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and it's one of those. It's 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 Blair Witch esque in the sense that it's one of these quote unquote found films that somebody was filming a documentary and nobody knows what happened to them, but these films were left behind or discovered or sure. turned into a police station by somebody out of you know, some mysterious person and they're being reviewed. So like Cloverfield. Like I was Blair say, Witt, Is it
2: really shaky like Cloverfield?
0: It's not the the premise of the movie is there is a three either late in high school or early college age students who are doing a film or a documentary on, um, bears in the region and people who poach them or, so you don't get a whole idea necessarily. It's not very clear why they're making this movie, but they are clearly slightly advanced filmmakers based on the equipment they have. So it's not. Cloverfield handheld cameras shaking all over the place. There's some very good production value here, mind you. And the quality of the equipment that you see them using clearly shows that they have either some funding or some background in film. Or So it's it's a crisper film in that sense.
3: Is this newer? Did this come out recently?
0: Um, I, I tell you, I've been telling people about this movie for about four years. Um,
2: I've heard a lot of, I I think it's like a cult classic because I've heard a lot of people before you even said you were going to watch it. I've heard a lot of people tell me to, Oh, you've got to see it. You've got to see it.
0: There it is. I'm sorry, 2010. Um, so it's from 2010. And so these, these three kids, um, are, are kind of, they're doing maybe an investigative journalism kind of thing. And in certain towns in, in Norway, Um, in rural areas, um, I'll call it, they have problems with bears that would be similar to maybe like a wolf problem in in Eastern Europe where sheep are getting eaten or livestock are getting killed. And so they have designated people to go out and hunt the bears. And there's a story of, they keep seeing this one guy out in the woods who they clearly think is a poacher because nobody knows him as a bear hunter. So this group goes and follow this guy around for a little while, and they actually sneak up on him while he's out, quote-unquote, hunting. Mm -hmm. Well, through a course of events, their car getting destroyed and one of them getting attacked, this guy confesses to him that he works for the TSS, which is the Troll Security Service. (laughs) 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 Ah, the the GSS. (laughs) The TSS. And that his job is to keep trolls in check. That trolls are real and keep them in check. And uh, at first he's reluctant, but he says, you know, I've been doing this so long. He's an um, ex-military ranger, and he got involved in this in the 70s when he got out of the military. And he's kind of a sole lone hunter. And he works for the TSS, and he keeps them in check and helps them uh, cover up the fact that there are trolls but he kind of keeps them in check. Well, there is a series of renegade trolls, if you will. So these kids are following him around, going with him as he goes on his hunts and his searches and actually film trolls in action. Um, They end up killing a series of different trolls and trolls are killed primarily by dousing them in sunlight. Uh, Very much the, the myth of if a troll is awake and the sun rises, they turn to stone. So this guy is armed with UV lights on his truck, and he carries this like UV light stick. And the first troll um, that they kill is the first night they follow him and sneak up on him, and he and they get to witness that. And he, he has a big spotlight that he hits the troll with, and they turn to stone.
2: So by keeping them in check, it's troll murder.
0: Yes, and it's it's horrific troll murder because you find out, and this this I I give the person who wrote this they thought it through <laughs> <laughs> so I, I give them a lot of credit because they they take the fairy tale trolls and put a a modern almost anthropological zoological twist on them and because these there's a lot of trolls if you will out of zone where they don't belong cuz they pretty much stay hidden and they only come out at night and they're somewhat solitary creatures in in aspect in certain aspects. Um, but because they're going on, one of the trolls they end up killing, which it, it's humorous because um, the first troll they hit with the sunlight beam and he turns to stone and, and this guy's got to break him up. He takes a sledgehammer to him. He takes a jackhammer to what's left. He uses explosives to turn them into gravel so that there's really no evidence of that being a troll anymore or even like even a statue of a troll. And then to cover this up, because there have been livestock killings and odd things going on, the TSS brings in a dead bear and makes it look like they had a renegade bear in the area.
3: <laughs> well, do they Blame like, it on the bears. Do they talk about like why where they came from
0: or like why? They... Um, they they do not in that sense. Uh, they just trolls always existed. They were <clears> they've <throat> just been part of the earth. It's not like they've snuck out or all of a sudden popped up due to a nuclear explosion. And, you know, and we got giant apes and lizards and... and...
3: <laughs> they live on
2: Skull Island.
0: Right. You know, they just, they, just they've they always existed. And that's... So the fairy tales, like some, some movies recently, you know, the fairy tales are based on reality. That these things really did exist. And over the years, people forgot about them. And the fairy tales took over and kind of developed a life of their own. But they all had a basis in reality. So... Um, so you find out that the, they, they go on these troll hunts. One of their camera crew gets eaten by a group of trolls, um, that they get cornered in a cave by, um, one of the trolls they do get a blood sample from. And, and that's kind of a humorous moment. That whole, there's one troll that's obviously living under a bridge. The, oh, of course, <laughs> right,
1: um, it. or he
0: comes out at night and this, this troll hunter has this makeshift set of armor that's really funny when he puts it on. It's, he's kind of clunking around cuz he's going to go and get this blood sample from this troll to find out what's going on in the troll community cuz maybe there's some illness that's going on or um so and he gets knocked around like a rag doll and he's kind of like but and it's like in this big tin can. It's kind of funny. It looks but um so he gets knocked around, they get their blood sample and they kill the troll and trolls die one of two ways. Oh they turn to stone when they're hit with the light or they explode.
2: Like combust? <laughs> like the yeah.
0: They they explode. Oh boy. So this one happens troll to it. explode and it's kind of funny because these kids are trying to film it and they get covered with troll crap, you know, cuz the troll explodes and there's just mm-hmm. flying bits of troll everywhere and hitting their it's just I found it really funny, but, you know. Uh, well, and heard- um
2: tells me
0: to watch it and says it's hilarious. It's, it's, it's entertaining and then, yeah. but then they take the blood sample to a veterinarian who explains that the trolls can't process calcium. That's oh. because they eat rocks and they can't process calcium so when they're hit with sunlight the calcium comes out of their bones and their body completely calcifies which is terribly painful for the troll. Or, if they're young enough that those, are the older trolls will turn to stone. Newer trolls or trolls that aren't quite as old explode. Um, uh, something to do with their blood boiling, and basically they pop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's
0: very traumatic and very painful for the troll till they actually die. Um, that so, like the last five seconds of their lives is very painful. So, so they they travel around the Norwegian countryside looking for trolls and hunting trolls and. Finally realize that the reason most of the trolls are doing what they're doing is there's one renegade um, monster troll, the king of the trolls, if you will. This this one breed of trolls that's <laughs> the giant, and and he is he's having issues. Obviously, you find out what happens is that rabies has infected the troll population. So, oh
1: <laughs>
0: so now we have rabid trolls. Um,
1: Don't so. Be <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> then they turn into gremlins.
0: <laughs> so, um, so they go on search. They go out and search for the big, and that's you know not to spoil the ending, but, um, but again, it's it's a found found footage film. Like I said in the in the theme of Blair Witch and Cloverfield, and um, uh, there's been a few like that. And I'll be honest, most of the found I was I had a hard time once once I turned the movie on, and. Right out of the gate, they they kind of explain the subtitles. Explain, you know, this was footage left at a police station by blah, blah 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 blah. It's here. You know, this is the unedited version, whatever it is. Um, it's like oh, another found film because a lot of the a lot of the things you'll find on streaming where they're the quote unquote found footage films drive me nuts because it's it's usually two dickheads with half an idea running around with a camcorder a digital slr going oh this will be spooky Ooh, that'll be spooky oh isn't that spooky you know and it's like let's but, bring
3: people like, out it's <laughs> like ghost hunters or whatever right well yeah
0: it's it's like a bad version of the ghost hunter show and um and it's and they're not they're not good they don't have production value they don't even have half a story half the time yeah. it's it's they have a location and, 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 and maybe a good idea for an opening shot. Cause I always have this super creative opening shot or some special. And, and then from there, it's like all downhill. You can watch, watch the first two minutes and you got the best part of the movie, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and, it, and if, um, but you know, there's, there's no nudity in it. Um, there's no foul language in it. Um, I'm surprised you liked it. You know, and, and. <laughs> For a, you know, it's a PG-13 film. So there's, I I, yeah, I don't know, maybe there's a little bit of swearing, yelling, you know, hell, damn, that kind of stuff. But nothing that's right. gratuitous. There's no, you know, there's not my, okay, here's three seconds of full frontal nudity of a female so we can get an R rating. Yeah. Know, which, again, I have no problems with, but, you know, More that's hurting. me. Yeah. Um, you know, be, Yeah, to get that R rating so that right. you can oh, it must be a decent movie. It's not a kiddie movie, you know. It's got a little more adult themes. No, it's still two idiots running around with a camcorder who got their girlfriend drunk enough to flash the camera. So, none of that in Troll Hunter, though. It's it's actually, it's entertaining, it's fun, it's got good production value, it's PG-13, so um, if you can get the kiddies to sit down with you, it's it's really not that bad. I, I've i been trying to tell people about this movie, and they look at me and they say, really, Troll Hunter? <laughs>
1: TSS, really?
2: <laughs> well, if you if you do want gratuitous nudity nudity, watch uh, Under the Skin. I watched that a couple weeks ago. If you just want an excuse to see Scarlett Johansson naked, which I think is really what the movie was supposed to be, I
0: you know I started it watching was that awful. movie.
2: It was awful.
0: You know I started watching that, and I got to the part where she strips naked. And sinks down into either its water or the black goo, right? She
2: just keeps walking and the guy sinks,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the dog, sorry, yeah, sure. Blame it on the dog, um, yeah, that
3: was,
0: yeah. So, I, I I mean, and I appreciate gratuitous nudity, especially if it's Scarlett Johansson, but, um, I I think that was just that was post baby, um, and.
2: You need to just not even finish that sentence. Um
0: <laughs> I, I, I appreciate her more when she packs herself into a leather cat suit. That's all I'm saying.
1: Right. <laughs> there you go. Right. Because okay.
0: yeah. um, obviously there's 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 enough spanks in the world to make that look good. So um <laughs>
2: I thought she looked fantastic, but
0: the no, movie she didn't look bad. I'm was not kidding. You know, awful. It, was, it was a bad movie, right? So, but when we talk awful. gratuitous nudity, Troll Hunter has none of that.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and you know, it's funny because I'm trying to read the Norwegian actual name here Trollgen Jurgen. Well, yeah, it would make Troll Hunter <laughs> Jurgen 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 Flergen got from Slurven
2: with a cross through it.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't have that. It's uh, it's a it's troll and then. So it must be hunter or battler or knight or something in, in Norwegian. But again, that's the other turnoff. It's in subtitles. You tell people that they start to fade. I can't watch this, but it's, it's, (laughs) well, you know, in this day and age, and I I find it more and more, and I find myself doing it too. The TV's on in the background and you're not necessarily paying attention to what's on screen. And so, you know, you pick up your phone, you look at something, or you grab your iPad, and you, you do some quick scanning on something, or you check an email while the movie's going on, and if you don't have to read the subtitles, you can still kind of hang with it, you know, because you're right. listening to some degree. Okay. But, you know, subtitles demand your attention. And, and and this is a good enough movie, I think, that you can dedicate your attention to it. You can take the, uh, what is the running time on this thing? Um, hour and... 43 minutes and actually dedicate it to this. It doesn't run long. It doesn't seem longer than it is. Even with the subtitles and uh, it, it's got, you know what? And it's really got some fantastic scenery. It lets you know that Norway is truly a pretty country and, uh, and, uh, a lot of different things. And, but it, it gotta, it, it, you can tell it, 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 it's a locally made movie and it does poke a little fun at certain people. Um, that lived there.
2: Norwegian racism.
0: Well, not Norwegian, wa- or Norwegian wapism.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, have my, I have my dog continuing me, nudging me like I can't even talk anymore.
0: <laughs> okay. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a good movie. It's lots of fun. So, um, so with that, I would like to thank uh, you for listening. If you hung this long. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: thank you. So thanks for listening. Um, Again, this is the Listen Up Milwaukee podcast. I'd like to thank Aaron again for joining me as co-host, and I'd like to sp- oh, like to thank our special guest Britain for participating this time around. Yeah, thank you. And a uh, um, couple of house cleaning facts. Again, if you like listening to us, there are more podcasts at our podcast website, which is uh, Listen Up MKE. That's L I S T E N U P Dot podbean.com and There you'll find our uh, our homepage with all our podcasts on it, as well as show notes and links to some of the things we talked about. You can subscribe through iTunes, if you wish, as well as the Google Play Store. Um, you can contact us at listenupmke at yahoo.com and uh, please give us a positive rating if you can, and tell your friends about us have any questions you want a topic you want to hear us talk about uh, about the city or milwaukee southeastern wisconsin wisconsin in general or really at this point of the game anything you want to talk about we will um,
1: <laughs>
0: but uh give us a, give us drop us a note and give us a good rating on itunes uh, last note i'd like to add is we did change up the play in music today if you noticed if you listen to any of ours and i'd like to give a shout out to my uh uh colleague and friend from school John C who uh, um, has allowed us to use uh, the music from his album shine as some of our bumper music on our podcast. So thank you, John. We appreciate that. And if you, uh, again, go to our podcast page, you'll find a link to John C's page where he's playing out and a link. Um, also a podcast, uh, two podcasts that John has done with us about Milwaukee music and about his uh, recently released album, uh shine which is where we took the music from so thanks you again for listening thank you aaron thank you Britton. everybody have a pleasant evening day or morning whichever part of the time you're listening to this
1: thank you thank you